Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's all over now. We looked forward to it for weeks and weeks and weeks, months and months and months. Wild card weekend, which the highlight was, what, a blown call by, well, pick any of the games and a blown call. But in the game on Fox, the last game of wild card weekend, the offense Showed up for Carolina. I did not see that. Did not see that coming for the Carolina Panthers. They put up a gaggle of points. But in the end, New Orleans able to pull out the victory 31-26. So they advance on wild card weekend. The Panthers had more first downs. They uh, the, the total, uh, as far as yardage, was pretty much even. The time of possession was won by Carolina, but they go down because Drew Brees made a couple of more plays to escape the bayou with a victory and the story though here rather than focus on the game itself there's got to be a subplot the way we do things around these parts there has to be a subplot and we have a subplot Ron Rivera providing us with the story 
That's right. Ron Rivera. Now, if you did not hear about this, you might have missed it. The head coach of Carolina, by his standards, and he's a, a mild type of person. Uh, he's not an introvert, but he's reserved, shall we say, Ron Rivera. And uh, by his standards, this counts as spitting fire. The Carolina head coach voicing his frustration with officials' calls down the stretch, in particular a play involving Cam Newton, a grounding call. Let's go to the audio tape. Here's Ron Rivera. I just, I mean, you know, that quarterback was out of the pocket, thought there was a receiver in the vicinity, thought the ball passed the, the uh, line of scrimmage. I mean, I don't know. Just be nice to have the explanation. Did they not give you an explanation? I didn't get the explanation. Ah, oh, you always want the explanation in life. He didn't get the explanation. Now, Rivera, yeah, very upset. He went on to say, he went on to say that the opportunity was taken away from us. That's the quote. Taken away from us. And the Carolina coach claiming, uh, again, that he did not get that explanation. All right, so let's talk about this now. Uh, does Ron Rivera have a legitimate beef? Is this a legitimate beef by Ron Rivera? Now, from where I'm sitting, no. Uh, that is not the case. Now, my thoughts on this, you've got scapegoat, you've got defense, not good enough, and now you have the de facto championship game at hand. And I will tie all these things together here for you, uh, and we'll begin with number one, blaming the officials. Now, this is a nice try by Ron Rivera, the Carolina coach, but this was, by, by NFL standards, where every other call seemingly is butchered, this was not a controversial call. Now, thanks to the interweb, I, I watched the replay on this approximately 7,000 times in that loop over and over and over again, uh, the, the, the feed from Fox, which they thank God they put on the internet. You can watch it over and over again. This play in particular, based on the video evidence, Cam Newton did not get out of the pocket. He didn't get out of the pocket. That was Ron Rivera's beef was, hey, he got out of the pocket. He didn't get out of the pocket. He was originally hit in the pocket. Cam Newton, then he ended up three steps outside the hash mark. He threw the ball 10 yards downfield. Uh, there was a receiver that was in the neighborhood, but it's a big neighborhood. It's a large neighborhood. There's a lot of houses in the neighborhood and that whole thing. Uh, and, and Cam Newton would have, by NFL rules, and I know we love breaking down the minutia of NFL rules, but Cam Newton would have had to have been halfway outside the numbers to be outside the pocket. So... What Ron Rivera is doing here is using a classic scapegoat. As we always say, you got to have a fall guy. And for Ron Rivera, this is his fall guy. Now, keep in mind, the situation, the game situation, there were less than 40 seconds to go in the game. It would have been a Tom Brady last-second type touchdown pass for Carolina if they, if they had gotten it from Cam Newton. The second point here, as we talk on Fox Sports Radio, is the fact that the Panthers lost this game because they didn't get enough stoppage. The defense was not good enough. It was going to take a heroic, ball-hawking defensive effort by the Carolina team, and they didn't get that. It didn't happen. The, the Panthers allowed an average of 7.3 yards per play and four touchdowns to New Orleans. Now, the Saints are a good offensive team. But if you're going to win a road playoff game, you got to get some stops. They didn't get enough stops in this game, the Carolina Panthers. Now, the last thing on this particular game, because there's, there's other fish to fry here. So the Saints now go into Minnesota 
next weekend. And that, I'm not being a houseman because that happens to be the game on Fox, this game here, Saints-Vikings, is the de facto NFC championship game. If you gave me $10,000 and said, who are you going to bet on now to win the NFC, it is going to be the winner of that game. I'm going to wait till the end of that game, and whoever wins, whether it's the Vikings or the Saints, I'm putting my money on that. They are Either one of them going to be favored. They'll be at home against the winner of the Falcon-Eagle game. Well, I say that assuming the Eagles aren't going to win. They're an underdog in that game in Philadelphia. But these teams played in the NFL regular season, the beginning of the regular season, week one. Remember the storyline? It was all about Adrian Peterson going back to Minnesota in a Saints uniform. That was the Monday night season opener, the first game of Monday night football. And not only was Adrian Peterson running back in that game, he was terrible. And he got into it with Peyton on the sidelines, ended up Peterson was persona non grata. They got rid of him a couple weeks later. And the Alvin Kamara show took over in New Orleans. But you've got all kinds of storylines. Case Keenum, who could be playing his final couple of games with the Vikings against Drew Brees, who could also be playing his final couple of games for the Saints. And Zimmer versus Peyton and on and on and on it goes. All right. Now, meanwhile, there is a story in the NBA that caught my attention. We, we get most of our sports news here at Fox Sports Radio from – Different places. Like, for example, Lithuania. Uh, Lithuania. Uh, the, the NBA world is losing their collective minds because of an opinion or a group of opinions they don't like. And I'm talking about Lavar Ball. He's at it again. My man, Lavar. This proves, see, a lot of Laker people on the inner circle with the Lakers. And I, I go to these games, and then they're like, hey, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. This is the greatest thing that could happen to the Lakers. LeVar Ball is in Lithuania. There is no LeVar Ball can impact anything involving the Lakers. He's in Lithuania. Most people can't even find Lithuania on a map. And that's where LeVar Ball is. He's out of our he's out of our territory. We don't have to worry about him. Surprise, surprise, surprise. LeVar's got his own reporter. Uh, following him around from the Entertainment and Sports Network, and the zinger from LeVar Ball, his claim that the Lakers no longer want to play for Coach Luke Walton. That was the claim. The Lakers played a cupcake in the Sunday night game. They they played Atlanta, which is a gimme, and they ate the cupcake. They didn't choke on the cupcake. But specifically, the complaint of LeVar Ball was that Luke Walton is too young and has no control of the Lakers. Both points that have been made in these parts on the radio in recent weeks. These are complaints that have happened. Uh, now that led to Rick Carlisle unloading the Dallas Mavericks coach who also is in charge of the NBA Coaches Association. Uh, who the hell knew that? Uh, but here's Rick Carlisle, like a knight in shining armor, running to defend the coach in distress, Luke Walton printing an article where the father of an NBA player has an opinion that is, that is printed as, as anything like legitimate erodes trust. It erodes the trust that we've built with ESPN and our coaches are upset because uh, Luke Walton does not deserve that. You know, two years ago, he took a veteran team and led them to 24 wins in a row, which is an amazing accomplishment. And off of that, uh, you know, he earned the Laker job. And uh, to have to deal with these, these kinds of ignorant distractions is deplorable. 
Yeah, all right, so he used big words there, disgrace, uh, ignorant, distraction, deplorable, all great words we use in sports radio. Uh, and uh, he, he it, you don't have to be that bright. And I know it's late at night here, but if you put the words and listen closely, put them out there on the table, uh, he intimated, the Maverick coach, that NBA coaches would essentially blackball media that interview LeVar Ball. They would ostracize reporters who interviewed the father of an NBA player. So I wanted to get into this. Now, there was another report that backed up Carlisle's claim, and that report said that a group of NBA coaches planned to ask media relations staffs around the NBA to revoke credentials of basketball writers who interview LeVar Ball. This is, I'm not making this up. This sounds like it's made up. I'm not, I promise I'm not making this up. Now, the question is this. What do you make of the NBA world's sudden reaction in a very angry way? Now, this is not the first time this has happened, but this feels like it's more real uh, towards LeVar Ball. Now, I wanted to get into this because uh, the, the initial reaction I had was embarrassing, right? Then you, you throw thin skin in there. You can put that out there. You've got Ninja and the Forbidden Fruit because – We'll start with LeVar Ball on this one. The fact that LeVar Ball did not say anything outrageous by LeVar Ball standards. This was not LeVar Donald Trump. This was not LeVar Ball on CNN. This was LeVar Ball. And in case you haven't been living in a shoebox, what he said was the same thing many Laker fans have been saying. Uh, well, well, Laker historians uh, have been saying. It's pretty clear Luke Walton has lost this particular team. Uh, it's not a shocking statement. From LeVar Ball. We have been saying it around here, as I said, for a while now. The, the NBA world's reaction was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. You can't react this way. You're, you're talking about excluding reporters because you don't like what LeVar Ball has to say? I mean, you've got to be kidding. These NBA guys are showing how thin-skinned they happen to be. If LeVar Ball is irrelevant, like Rick Carlisle and many would like us to believe, if that's the case, we keep hearing how irrelevant LeVar Ball is. If that's so, then why do we care what he has to say? That's, a, that's the point. Why do coaches care? I understand people want to consume LeVar Ball. The comeback by these, these coaches is ridiculous. I mean, furthermore, LeVar Ball is so popular. How popular is he? He is causing well-paid, supposedly respected people in the NBA to act like a bunch of crybabies. I don't like what he has to say, so you got to put a pacifier in his mouth. He can't talk to anybody. And at this point, LeVar, the, the man's in Lithuania, and he's causing this kind of backlash. I mean, it's unreal. He's like a ninja at this point. You can Imagine being in Lithuania. You're, you got, God only knows what's going on there uh, with his kids and all that. And here he is causing waves in the NBA. And now, to be fair, it would help. You know, Luke Walton, if LeVar's spawn actually could consistently play good basketball, that does not happen. But the idea that the NBA would revoke uh, media credentials, uh, they're not a government ent- entity. They could, right? Freedom of the press only involves the government, so they could actually do that if they wanted. They'd look like a bunch of chumps, and it would be very petty of the NBA, but the coaches need to stop. Knock it off. All right, now the last thing on this, and then we'll uh, bring in Edmund. Uh, LeVar Ball's popularity is messing with many, many people, as we pointed out. He is winning the battle. 
They can't figure it out. They don't like him. People like Eddie trash him. LeVar is like the forbidden fruit of sports. He's a blowhard. He's a gas bag. He's driving the clown car, and everyone wants to look at the clown car. Now it went up to $3 billion. That's right. He is connecting with the masses. You cannot censor LeVar Ball. Even though guys like Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie Garcia would like to. I would like to, yes. Yeah. I, I I would like to never hear yeah. LeVar Ball utter a word again. I'd like to have LeVar on. I want to have him on every show. I, I want to have him do. like Mar I want to go Marlins man, LeVar Ball, back to back to back. Be great. Yeah. That would for me. But and, and just like if we had Mar when we had Marlins man on, you had the opportunity to attack him. You didn't attack him. We'd have LeVar Ball on, you'd kiss his ass or you'd be quiet. Uh, well, first of all, I, that's nice of you to say that, but uh, the reason I didn't say anything to Marlins Man is because you constantly said we have no time, uh, and you we were trying. And you were trying to no, you wouldn't. No, have. We were trying time. to squeeze in an interview with him. No, so next time, time he's next time he's back on, which will be never because he doesn't really listen to this. No, show, he does listen. To show. I will be he's more going, than glad to lying. take on Marlins. He goes Man. from the clubs in South Beach late at night. He's listening to the show at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was way home from the clubs. I, I don't believe that. Now he, he said it. You think he's a liar? Yes. Why I do. would Marlins man's never lied to me before? I'm sure that's we have a true. Lot, we have a lot we in talked common. To him once. We have a lot in common, me and Marlins man. Actually, we, that's not true. He did lie to you because he said he listened to the show. He a lot. does listen to the show. I, I don't. He think just so. doesn't listen to you. He listens to me when I talk. So, can we talk about what's going on with you right now? Well, why are you so, Eddie? You know, you just have to let things kind of go. You don't have to. You don't have to talk about everything that's going on. Well, this is a very unique thing. This is something yeah. like when I walk by, I'm like, what the hell's going on in there? I mean, yeah. it's not like this is some subtle little thing. It's radio. No one can see what's going on here. Well, I can see, and yeah. Coop can see, and Danny can see. Well, I understand. There's a bunch of, there's a lot of, first of all, there's a lot of lights on yes, here. Yes, yes. Normally, normally when I do the show, why is this night different than all other nights? Normally when I do the show, it's in darkness, in yes, the cover and of it's darkness. Like, it's the complete opposite of that now. Yeah. It's like someone had, had brought a spotlight in there. It yeah. is as bright as can be, which uh, I'm yeah. sure you're thrilled about. That's why the monologue sucked, because the lights are on. It's very bright there. I didn't want to say anything. Sucks, but yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, no, they're and recording. You're, and you're wearing a collared shirt. I have underwear on, too. It's very exciting. Well, I'm proud to yeah, announce that. I have good. shoes on, Eddie. <laughs> I'm actually wearing socks today. This is a big big it's day a, in a man's yeah. life. A big day. Full clothing. Well, you're going to be sore yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. I, I got you washed clothes. It's a nightmare. But, uh, yeah. Well, they're doing a vignette, Eddie, on our show for the Super Bowl. A and, vignette. Uh, so, so much like we promised our a listeners. Fancy word. Our li that's a big word, yeah. Much like we what promised, does it mean? I don't even know what it means. But uh, <laughs> what what we promised our listeners in Minnesota, we'd be at the Super Bowl. If you go, I think this will be this will be airing in like Radio Row. Is that possibly? Yeah. So if you go to like Radio Row at the Super Bowl, you'll see what we're talking about. There'll be an amazing, uh, 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 just an amazing vignette of uh, wonderful clips of the show. Me doing the show, Eddie. Uh, they call it a sizzle reel. That's what our boss, uh, Scott Shapiro, called it. A sizzle Who? reel. Who? He's one of the bosses here. He's a fine yeah. man. Uh, and Elijah's in here. Reel, huh? And Elijah's in here, and he's doing yeah. a hell of a job. And he's got Never his, heard of It's him. not Elijah Manning, is well, it? Hold on a sec. Yeah. And yes, Daisy, yes. I'm sorry, I had to pause. I, I just I had a brain fart. Daisy's in here as well. She's doing a good job also. All right. I want to be polite because they're here, yeah. and I... So they're, I'm bad they're with in, names. They're in there. They've, they've yes. got multiple cameras. They have lighting very set up. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a, a TV. Very, it's yeah. like a TV set up. Very man. professional, and but yeah. just it's weird for us. Well, I don't know. Maybe, the, maybe those daytime lights, people are. You can uh, used turn to the this, lights but, all the way down there. It doesn't matter. For you, it's you know. Did you wear a nice shirt, Eddie? No, I did not. Yeah. Normal attire for me. Danny's got his 
Raider, Raider jersey stuff, on. Of yeah, he's got that. I can't even see what. I don't even know if Coop's wearing clothes. I can't see. It's so bright in uh, here, and you trust guys are me, in the if darkness. Coop was nude right now. That would have let off my. Coop, uh, Coop, why is Coop nude? Coop could be doing the Nashville Danny and give me a double bird here, and I wouldn't even know. I would have no idea because no, no, I can't see. Nope, I mean, never want to do that. No. Did you meet him, Eddie? He was going to go to the Kings game over the weekend. No, I, I did not. You did not meet no. him. You didn't. I'm the only one that met him. That's it. I'm the only guy on the show that met him. That's because I, I care about the listener. You see that, Eddie? Yeah. I care Ironic, about the listener. Yes. Who, who knew Ben Maller had a heart? Unlike you people, you prima donnas that do not care about the average listener. Here, I went out of my way, and uh, and I went outside. I could have been killed, Eddie. I don't know if he had a weapon. I went outside yeah. there. I risked my life for this show. That was a bad show. move on your part. Got a murder. Got to go. In retrospect, it was. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You know, a lot of times, the things that we remember are the surprise. Right? You think one thing's going to happen, the other thing happens. And therefore, that is what we remember. It's like, wow, I didn't, th- I didn't see that one coming. When we saw the matchup between Buffalo and Jacksonville, we thought it would suck, we felt it would suck, and we were right. It was an unattractive matchup, and did you spend your time on Sunday watching this? Did you spend some of your valuable weekend time checking out a Jacksonville-Buffalo playoff game? Now, I get it if you're a Bills fan or if you're one of the seven Jags fans that are out there, but if you are not in one of those camps – and you're a neutral party. You were checking this out, really? Uh, so I'm going to assume you might have missed this. Consider yourself lucky. You made the proper decision. It lived up to the hype. It's one of the few things in life that lived up to the billing. Blake Bortles passed for 87 yards and was the star of the game on CBS as he somehow managed to navigate, if you will, uh, the Jacksonville Jags to a win over Buffalo And so the Jags have won a playoff game. They have advanced in the NFL postseason to the divisional round. The playoff win, the first for a Florida NFL team in 10 years. It's been 10 years since a team in Florida, there are three of them, won a playoff game. Uh, That was back in January of 08. The Bucs were the last team in Florida uh, to to get it done. Uh, And the Dolphins' last win was in December of 2000. Uh, that was the Dolphins' last playoff win. Which uh, was that? Was Jimmy Johnson the coach at that? Uh, that might have been a Jimmy Johnson coach team. We'll have to look it up. Like it matters. You can look it up yourself. All right. So I wanted to talk about this. The the Jacksonville win briefly, not too long. Uh, and uh, Jalen Ramsey he had the game clinching interception for the Jags on a Nathan Peterman pass. Yeah, Peterman got in there at the end. How bad was it? It was so bad, it was the worst offensive outcome of a wild card game in the history of the NFL. That's how bad. Historically bad. Jacksonville and Buffalo combined for 13 points, the fewest ever on wild card weekend in an individual matchup. Now, the previous record, you got to go way back before my time in the mid-'90s when the 49ers played the Philadelphia Eagles, 1996. You know who the quarterbacks were in that 49er-Eagle playoff game that finished 14-0 in favor of the Niners? Of course you don't know. I'm about to tell you, okay? Uh, You had, for the 49ers, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Steve Young was the quarterback. And for Philadelphia, Ty Detmer and Mark Rippon played under center for the Eagles of 1996. 
But let's focus in on the diarrhea that was served up by Jacksonville and Buffalo in this particular game again. Kind of laser-like focus. The question, the opinion, your opinion of Blake Bortles' 87-yard passing day in a playoff win. Now, my perspective on this, uh, you've got unsurprising, legend-extending, and you've also got a conundrum. And I will link all these things together. We will expand on this as well. But first, let's hear from Doug Marone, the Jacksonville coach, who is he's in an awkward spot because he knows his team blows offensively. He realizes this. But he can't really say that, right? You've got to be Mr. Positive, rah, 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 we love you, you know, we're good, don't worry about that. On to Pittsburgh. Here's Doug Marone asked about the offense and where they're at right now in Jacksonville. I'm really excited about the game, but we never really got into a a rhythm and we weren't (laughs) able to get anything on the third down. So, you know, I'd be a a fool to sit here and say I'm not concerned, but, you know, I'm going to take a step back and, and go ahead and look at it again and, yeah. I know what happened, but I'm just saying, obviously, <laughs> if you want to continue to keep playing, you're going to have to do a better job. You think? You don't think that, that Bortles can pass for know, 85 yards and Jacksonville can win in, in Pittsburgh? He actually could if Ben Roethlisberger promises to turn the ball over every time. If Roethlisberger can make a deal with the devil and just turn the ball over every single time, then Jacksonville can win. Absolutely, they can win in Pittsburgh under that scenario. How great is Doug? Doug Marone's like, he was like kind of, you could hear his head moving around in that answer. And then he finally settled on, he wanted to say, I got to look at the tape, but then he didn't say tape. He just said, I got to look at it again. That was his, his response. He was like, I got I to gotta look at it again. Yeah. Would anyone want to watch that game again? Seriously. Would you want to watch that game again? It was brutal the first time. You met Jackson was two of 12 on third down efficiency. In this game, uh, man, oh man, oh man. Here's more. Let's hear from Blake Bortles here. Why not? Uh, Blake, uh, you were just marvelous. Greatest 87-yard passing day I've ever seen here. Uh, who do you want to celebrate? You want to celebrate yourself? You want to celebrate somebody else? What do you want to do here? When you have a defense like we oh, do, defense, yeah. um, you know, I think it allows you to kind of, uh, you know, not press, not try and do too much, not try and force things, yeah. um, you know, because you know you're going to get another opportunity when they go out there. So, um, you know, like I said, we still got to find ways uh, to move the ball and, and be more efficient and, and put up more points to give them some more help. Um, <laughs> but they had our back today, and, uh, and we were able to find a way to win. Yeah, here's how you put up more points. You, uh, you have them intercept passes and go back and score touchdowns. That's how you're going to score more points. The best offense for Jacksonville is their defense turning the ball over, getting turnovers from the other team. How about that? All right, here's more from Mr. 87 Yards Passing. It was a throwback before the forward pass in the NFL. Uh, Here's Bortles reminiscing about his place in NFL history. It's usually not ideal for a quarterback, you know, but – it, it is what it is, you know. Oh, it I, I is what it is. Um, I kind of felt like last is. week. I mean, I didn't run a whole lot. You know, I don't think I ran at all. So, you know, I kind of felt like we lost and got beat without kind of, um, you know, emptying, emptying all our bullets. You know, so I wanted to make sure that uh, whatever happened today, you know, if we were going to get beat or if something bad was going to happen, it was going to be with us, you know, going down swinging and, and using yeah. every um, option and, and thing we could. Wow, so impressive. I mean, that is a noble effort. By Blake Bortles, but again, get get back to the to the point here. I mentioned unsurprising, legend extending, and the conundrum. This game, as we have highlighted, was a debacle. The Jacksonville receiving core: Marquise Lee, Allen Hearns, Keelan Cole had no catches in the game. 
Leonard Fournette was bottled up by Buffalo's defense. He ran for less than three yards per carry. I think the number was 2.7 yards per carry. The word here is uninspiring for Blake Bortles' performance. So convinced. Watching him, and I I didn't watch the entire debacle, but I watched most of it. So convinced that he was going to screw up that Bortles, he kept running the football. Uh, It's it's like, uh, you know, the coaches told him, don't turn the ball over, don't turn the ball over, we're going to release you. And it was was unreal. He played timid. He played fearful, Bortles did. You think about the fact he completed 12 passes uh, for 87 yards. He ran the ball 10 times uh, for an average of 8.8 yards per carry. We're not talking about Michael Vick. We're not talking about the late Steve McNair. Buffalo's defense was not able to consistently stop the scampering speed demon that was Blake Bortles in this game. But he ended up averaging 3.8 yards per pass attempt and 8.8 yards per rush attempt. It's supposed to be the opposite. You're supposed to flip-flop that, and uh, that's that did not happen. And then the other thing, part B of this, Blake Bortles has now won a playoff game. Playoffs? Think about that. You know, whoop-dee-damn-do. He, uh, he, this is not a, uh, a situation where we want to belabor the point. However, I guess we are belaboring the point. Uh, Blake Bortles winning a playoff game with a 3.8 yards per pass attempt, a quarterback rating in the 70s, can only be summed up one way. This is legend extending. The legend of Blake Bortles. Reminds me of Brock Osweiler winning a playoff game with the Texans when they played the Raiders and he happened to be the quarterback that won that game. Bortles is a guy who we th- he's the same guy we thought he was. That's who Blake Bortles is. And in order to win in Pittsburgh, Jacksonville is going to need a carbon copy of what happened in the regular season game. The Steelers are going to have to hand the ball to the Jags defense over and over and over and over. and over. You get the point? I think you get the point. Because remember, that game, people forget about this because uh, they remember the, the mistakes by – Pittsburgh's quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, but if you actually dig into the box score, and I don't recommend you do that, Blake Bortles against the Pittsburgh defense had 95 yards passing in that game in the regular season. No touchdowns and an interception. A game Jacksonville won 30 to nine in the in the regular season. So, but it you know, Ben Roethlisberger had five interceptions. That was the difference in that game. It's going to have to be the difference if these teams are going to have a similar outcome in the game this weekend. Now, the parting shot on this, uh, from the Buffalo side of things, this was, you know what it was? Verification that they made the right call. They got killed. Buffalo's coaching staff got roasted. Sean McDermott and people said, oh, my God, he's in over his head. He should be fired. He should be fired. This playoff game for Buffalo proves what Sean McDermott did back in mid-November when Buffalo was playing, I think it was mid-November, it was later than that, they were playing the the Chargers in L.A., uh, and they benched Tyrod Taylor. And Peterman came out, and you get an interception, you get an interception, you get an interception, uh, the whole thing. It was a disaster. But the reason that Buffalo's coaching staff benched Taylor is because they knew he was not the guy. He would be overmatched against better defensive teams they proved right. They were correct. They they got it wrong because they thought Peterman was going to be better, and he isn't. But that's the conundrum in Buffalo. Tyrod Taylor, I can spell it out for you. 
D-O-N-E. That is what Taylor is in Buffalo. And whether it's Alex Smith, Case Keenum, Sam Bradford, Kirk Cousins, Elijah Manning, or someone we don't even know exists, someone else will be the quarterback in Western New York. It is not going to be Tyrod Taylor. He cemented himself going somewhere else to fight and be a top-flight backup in the NFL, but he's not going to be the guy. It is not going to happen. That is over in Buffalo. All right, Ben Mather's show on Fox. Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Right over there. Yeah, that was was quite the game there in Jacksonville. Watch the game? I did. You did? I did. Watch the whole thing. Tony Romo, uh, pretty good, right? Okay. He was okay, yeah. Like when he pointed out the Buffalo player running off the field tossed water. Romo was very excited about that. He tossed water on fans. I thought that was a highlight. Tony does bring, um, I don't know, kind of an innocence to the broadcast. He kind of just says whatever cracks him up and – Kind of makes him laugh, and uh, I'm okay with that. I was no, kind of, he's fine. He's, yeah. Yeah. he's a better football player than he's a broadcaster, but he's okay as a broadcaster. Yeah, right? I'd say about the same. No, he's better. Much better as a football player. Uh, many Dallas Cowboy records would prove that out, as he owns the Cowboy record book. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, if you want to be part of this, the number 877-99 on Fox, 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. We're also on Twitter at Ben Maller. Uh, Rod says I had to watch. That's the ambassador, Rod. I had to watch the Bills Jags game. There wasn't any bowling on. You know, bowling's. Uh, I don't know. I used to remember when, back in the old days. They used to put bowling on Saturday afternoon. That was a hell big, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure bowling was on somewhere. We have enough channels. It's got it. Something else had to be on. You really want to watch bowling? Uh, no, no. I yeah. could have turned the channel. I I watched it because it was football. There was no other option. Well, well, that's I mean, there were plenty of options. I mean, stuff on Netflix. Not for football. Do you watch that Star Wars thing? I told you. About? Not yet. No. What are you waiting? For? I had things to do. I did watch it you on did. Saturday. Yeah. Your thoughts? Uh, how many? Uh, I I liked it. Great, right? Yeah, it was really cool. I watched the whole series. There's like four episodes. I watched the whole thing. You watched the Barbie one? Uh, I was with my wife, yes. I learned a lot. Barbie was based after a... <laughs> I, I, no, I skipped that one. I went ahead to the He-Man one, well, He-Man episode three. Was, was Ben's a, throwing his wife under the bus on that not one. Throwing my, my wife wanted to watch it. I learned about Barbie. You could have gone and done something I else. Now more, I, am, I am more nuanced for our female listeners. So you don't care about the women that love the show. A lot of women that listen to the show. And uh, I'm, I'm closer to the women. Yeah, a lot of women. Because I, I, you want me to prove? (laughs) Let me prove right now. Let's go to our friend Barbara in New Orleans, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Barbara. That's right, Barbara and Barbie. Hello, Barbara. Okay, can you hear me? How? Yeah. How many Barbie dolls did you have when you were uh, growing up? Sure, this is a woman. I'm 81 years old. There Barbie wasn't around. Oh, there we didn't have Barbie. All right. Well, you know, like I said, Eddie. No, but you probably bought some along the way, right? You, you, no, no, you've I've never, never bought. No. Can you no, lie, made... Barbara? Can you lie for me, please? No. no, no listen. Yeah. I took a, I took a Coca Cola, uh, a Coca Cola bottle, and put some juice 
roped in it and made my doll, and that was the hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's old school right there. That is old school. Oh, Barbara, that's great. Well, that was the original Barbie doll, actually, because you're named Barbara, and that was the doll. So that's the original. See, Eddie? She had a Barbie doll. She made it herself. <laughs> that doll had a figure, you too. You see that? Coke that bottle a, figure. Yeah, she had a Coke bottle curved figure to her. It was amazing. She was a beautiful bottle, and that was a hell of a doll. Yes. And had the nerve to take shoe polish to dye the hair. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, Barbara, Barbara, Barbara. Yes. Let me, let me tell you why I'm calling tonight. Yeah, yeah tell me, Barbara. All right. Yeah. I want to call and congratulate all of the visiting teams in the playoff. They are really Southern Knights with a K. Every one of them are from the Southern Division. Yeah, but they, did, they didn't. They didn't all win, though. You know, they didn't. Uh, They're know. all Southerners. At, uh, uh, it's the Saints <laughs> and, Je- and Atlanta. The Civil War's and, over. Uh, yes, all right. Tennessee <laughs> and Jacksonville, Southern boys, and let's throw in Alabama and Georgia. Oh yeah, they got that. Uh, who are you picking in racist. that game? Uh, well, she's representing the South below the Mason-Dixon line. Now, Barbara, who are you picking in the Georgia-Alabama game? Because we want to know your your perspective on this. Because when well, you when you first when when you first started uh, watching football, they actually used a pigskin. They actually used a real pigskin as the football. It was great. It was pig intestines that they tossed around. It was amazing. Yeah, but the only reason I'm going to say Alabama because uh, I went to school in Mobile. Ah, well, there you yes. go. It's a homer pick. But, You're uh, compromised. Yeah. Check this out. Uh, Mardi Gras is getting ready to start pretty soon, and uh, I'm sending you guys a king cake. Oh, is that right, Barbara? Yes. You know, that's very kind of you. Look at that. Now, are you going to go out there and dance in Mardi Gras? You're gonna no, have a good... no, no. I'm, that's over with. Look, I'm sending you all the <laughs> king right. cake. But look, <laughs> listen when it's coming. Right. I have to send it ahead of time because during the Mardi Gras week, there people, they send out thousands and thousands. Oh, yeah. I'm so sure. are you going to be there on the 29th and the 30th I, of this month? I, let me tell you something, Barbara. I'm not taking any more time off as far as I know. I will be here. I have no intention of taking any time off. And I, you're very kind, Barbara, to do that. You don't have to do that. But okay, I well, I want to. Right, it's gonna right. have. It's a package. It's gonna have Mardi Gras beads and coffee. Oh, nice. Now. All right. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna take my shirt off for that. Some That's some gonna... gumbo too. Now wait. Check Stop this with out. the gumbo. I'm I'm sending yeah. some praline pecans from Aunt Sally's. There's only a dozen in a box. Yeah. But I want three for you, three for me. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, three for Benny. Yeah. I mean, three, not Benny. Uh, you're Benjamin. Yeah, uh, three that's right. Three for uh, Senor yeah. Garcia. Yeah. Uh, uh, Danny G, uh, Mr. Gutierrez. And three <laughs> for Cooper. Yeah. Okay? That's right, Barbara. I, I want them uh, to yes. hear it. All right, all right. I, I'd love to hug you, but I must move on. Uh, thank you, Barbara. You're very kind. Have a, Get some sleep, okay? All right. All right, be you. good. There good she, night. All right, good night. There you go. See, Eddie, that's a woman that loved Barbie. She had her own. The world's first Barbie doll was from her. Well, that's not true, but that was a great call. That was that was, all, that was outstanding. That was outstanding. I teach my friend Barbara how to lie for me, but uh, unfortunately, she's a very truthful woman, that Barbara. Look at that. She's very lively, huh? I like her. Yeah, she's a new star. I like it. I, I think we call have a new star often, there Barbara. from Barbara. Call more often. Yeah, I, I like She brings it. A little gusto. Back in her day at Mardi Gras, though, man, watch out. She oh was hitting the streets there at, uh, at Mardi Gras. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And it is third degree time. We bring in the Coop Dalu, Justin Coop. 
Ben, a recent report stated that if DeAndre Jordan opts out of his contract to test free agency, that the market may be lukewarm for him, considering that the only teams that have cap space for him already have a center. Now, with this in mind, it's possible that Jordan could opt in with the Clips for another year. All that being said... Clippers could still try and trade him. So many possibilities for DJ, well, Ben. Life's all about possibilities, Coop. Yeah. Well, what do you think happens? Uh, I would set the DeAndre Jordan trade odds. I think I'm going to go high on this. I'm going to go over 70%, and I'll tell you why. Number one, Jerry West is the one calling the shots. DeAndre Jordan loves playing in L.A. He loves being a Clipper. But the Clippers need to enhance the talent pool around Blake Griffin. The Blake effect is the centerpiece. He's the superstar that this Clipper team is going to be built around in this next wave that they are supposedly doing, and we'll see if that happens or not. But they, the, the, the Clippers are at a point now where they have all the leverage here. The second part is the Cavaliers are desperate, and that opens up the possibilities for the, the Clippers to fleece the pocket of Cleveland. The Cavaliers' defense sucks. It's a, it's in dysentery at this point trying to stop anybody. DeAndre Jordan would be just what the doctor ordered, rebounding. He'll block some shots for you. The Clippers, if they play this right, could end up getting Tristan Thompson, Isaiah Thomas, and that Brooklyn lottery pick, which everyone seems all aroused about. They'd have to give up DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams, who's also going to be a free agent. Uh, but it's really, it's really whether or not Jerry West can sucker the Cavaliers into making a bad trade for them and a good trade for the Clippers. If that happens, they'll make the trade. I think there's a 70% chance this happens. Next. All right, Ben. Now, over the weekend, there was a report that said that the Packers could try and trade for Seahawks GM John Schneider. They didn't end up doing that, and they hired, and I'm not even going to attempt to Oh, because you think you'll say a bad last... word you can't say, right? <laughs> yeah, that's not it. It's, just, it's, uh, it's a it's, dangerous uh, one. We'll see you next Tuesday. Yes, all right. Yeah, Brian, uh, you know. Good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah don't yeah, all right. try, cool. All right. And uh, anyway, so they yeah. went and hired that guy instead. But it got me to wondering, Ben, how do you feel about teams trading for non-players? Yeah, I take this on a case-by-case basis. I would rather trade for a coach than an executive. Uh, coach is more important. The Cubs traded for Joe Madden. That worked out pretty well, uh, worked out pretty well for them. Coaches are more important than executives. Green Bay uh, made the right call here not trading for John Schneider. The the Seahawks, that particular executive, I feel like he's overrated. The Seahawks, I give more of the credit to Pete Carroll for what has gone on in Seattle and also more of the blame also uh, than any executive. And the Seattle run of success, which is winding down, you could argue could could have been extended if that guy John Schneider had made better draft picks here and improved the offensive line. And the Packers, the second part of this, they did the right thing here. You do your due diligence. You look high and far. Now, they didn't really look high and far. They just promoted a guy in the organization. But you, you don't have to go and trade for an NFL executive. Now, uh, if you needed a coach and you could trade for Bill Belichick, you would make that trade. You would, But I wouldn't trade – for the executive. I wouldn't do that at all. All right, next. Now, this has been talked about ad nauseum over the weekend and all over all right, every yes. sports station. And yeah. now oh, uh, it's going to be talked about again this week. Yes, uh, it's yeah. expected to be announced on Tuesday officially that John Gruden will take over as head coach of the Raiders under an unprecedented 10 year contract, Ben. How many years of that contract do you think Gruden will actually uh, serve? All right, well, the, the baseline on this, the average NFL coach who's got name value 
lasts about five years. About five years. I would be shocked if John Gruden gets to the last three years of this contract. It's a big nut here that he's being handed. But I, I will say Gruden makes it seven years tops. That's it. That's as far as he goes. And, and the reasons why, number one, Gruden is not going to win at a Belichickian rate. That is not going to happen. So he's going to be feeling the heat from the, the Raider Nation once they get to Vegas and they're like, they'll, they'll have that, that love affair, which is going to be a very brief love affair with the new stadium, the honeymoon period. But during 11 seasons as an NFL coach, John Gruden has won 10 or more games four times. So you're much more likely to get an eight or a nine win team from a John Gruden coach club than you are a 10 plus win team. And now he's got the ability you know, to schmooze, and that'll get him a couple of extra years, the ability to schmooze and sweet talk. But that only goes so far there. And and number two, John Gruden can always transition to a front office role, go back to broadcasting, but nobody should get a 10-year contract. Not John Gruden, nobody. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Then you pass this edition. That's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Right. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's the instant advice line. Unscreened radio. The safety net comes off. The freaks are out. The lunatics are out. You look at what time it is. My God, who's listening to the radio at this time? All right, let's do it. Here we go. Now, who needs their advice? There's a lot of people out there. We give advice to people in sports, the players, mostly the players, the coaches, the prominent media members, entire teams get our advice. We thought about the Philadelphia Eagles. For the first time ever, a number one seed is an underdog at home in the NFL playoffs. My goodness. Uh, We could have done that. We could have done LeVar Ball throwing bombs from Lithuania. Uh, Lavable. We could have given John Gruden some advice. John Gruden taking over as coach of the Raiders at the news conference on Tuesday, but we didn't do any of that. No, 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 no. Instead, we stay with the playoff theme, and Blake Bortles, he had 87 yards passing in a playoff game and was the star for CBS. They interviewed him, first of all, but clearly that ain't good enough, so... You're better at throwing a football than Blake Bortles. So help him out. Give him some advice. We'll send this to Blake Bortles. How can Blake Bortles get better? He sucks. And uh, let's get to it right now. 877-99 on Fox. You're on the air when you hear my voice. 877-996-6369. And we'll start out with you on line one. It's the instant advice line for Blake Bortles. And, again, if you ever get a radio show, do not attempt this. I'm a trained professional. The safety net is off, but let's go to line one. Go. I can be your hero, baby. Line two, you're on the air. Advice to Blake Bortles on how to throw a forward pass more efficiently. Thank you for that, line two. Line three, you're live on the air, line three. Advice to Blake Bortles, line three. John 129. <laughs> no, no. The guy in Cleveland said John O. 016 is what he said. Oh, line four. Thank you for that. Good contribution, line four. Line five, you're on the air. Go, line five. 
why does everybody call him Belichick when it's actually Bella Chick? Or should yeah. I say Bella yeah. Chick? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we, we've all, we all just pronounce it like that. All right, line six. Hello. What's, up, what's up with that guy? Uh, line six, okay. hello. Thank you. Good morning. It's a tuchus, for Bortles. Uh, line one, you're on the air. Advice to Blake Bortles on how to throw a forward pass more efficiently. Big Ben. Yes. Uh, line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. Give him Bella for tonight. Line three, hello. Advice, please, to Blake Bortles on how to throw a forward pass more efficiently. Suck it, Ben Maller. Line four, hello. I would look him square in the eye and say, Bortles having his problems with the throw. I'm Ben Maller. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Uh, line five. <laughs> not funny. Line five, you're on the air, line five. We're giving advice to Blake Bortles, the Jacksonville QB, who won a playoff game with 87 yards passing. Don't bogart that joint. Line six, you're on the air. Hello, line six. Yeah, he'll be curved stunk come this weekend. I don't know. I didn't hear that. Did I miss something? Did he? said he'll be curb stomped this weekend. Oh, curb stomped. Okay. That's That's not nice. Uh, Line one. Hello, line one. Take the coaching advice of Tom Looney. Yeah, no, he's not giving coaching advice. That's not Tom happening. Looney. Don't play that. You're encouraging that. Line two, you're on the air. It's the Ben. Oh, Ma- nothing. It's yeah, exactly nothing. It's the Ben Maller show. We're live on Fox. The Insta Advice Line time shifted. We're giving advice here to Blake Bortles, the Jags QB. Hello, line two. Hey, so when Eli replaces line three, that was boring. Line three, hello. Use the other arm. It's a good idea, actually. Can't be any worse, right? How about he throws like underhand? Maybe that'll happen. Line four, Jerk you're yourself on. Away. Line four. Hello, line four. I'd say newbie night. Yeah, we got to do a newbie night. We got to schedule that. Should that be next week? We got we to gotta make it. Maybe not next week. Well, I'll look at the calendar. We'll pick the perfect day for newbie night. My goal is to have a newbie night every month. That's my goal for 2018. It's not a New Year's resolution, but my goal is to have a newbie night every single month this year. Let's go to line five. You're live on the air. Line five, go. John 29. All right. Thank, we, we, thank you. Line- thank you, Jesus! Yes. Hey, hey uh, Blake Bortles, all he got to do is hit him with the high. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's exactly, exactly what he was thinking. Line one, hello. Take your shoe off and throw the ball with your foot. Yeah. That's, a, that's another idea. Creativity. Uh, line two, you're on the air. We're giving advice on Fox Sports Radio to Blake Bortles, the Jacksonville quarterback, had more rushing yards than passing yards. He won a playoff game with 87 yards passing in the modern era of the NFL. That's hard to do. Line two, hello. Give him Bella for the month. Yeah. All right. Again, angry oh, Bill. Oh, 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 you know? You pooch pervert. Uh, line three, hello. Never heard of him. Yeah, I, neither have I. Uh, Never heard of them. A few more. Never here. heard of them. Let's see here. Let's see if we'll pick it up here. Getting a lot of the same people. 877-99 on Fox. If you would like to be part. Hello, line four. Yeah, Ben. I'd tell him. All right. <laughs> Premature there, Danny. All right, line five. Hello, line five. I'd say learn to follow your balls, buddy. Yeah, well, you got to hold the football a certain way. There's a certain technique to holding the football. That's what he's talking about, of course. Line six, hello. Advice to Blake Bortles. Line six. 
It's not how many yards you throw, it's how you wiggle the ball. Yeah. You know, you, no, Phil Jackson used to say hands on ball. That's what him and uh, Kobe Bryant, they would both say that. It was very interesting. But that's basketball. I'll do a couple more. Line one, you're live on the air. We're giving advice to Blake Bortles. Line one, go. He needs more protein. Melted peanut butter on top of ice cream. Melted peanut butter on top of ice cream. Eh. I can confirm. Why not just do peanut butter ice cream? Why not that? You know, why does it have to be melted? Because it's delicious. You know, the perfect dessert is the ice cream sandwich with the chocolate chip cookies on both sides. But also, chocolate chip cookies with vanilla ice cream, like the ice cream on top, not bad. How about a chocolate chip cookie sa- ice cream sandwich dipped in melted peanut butter? Eh. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I like peanut butter, but I don't know if I like it that much. Line two, hello. You have to do like Mariota and throw the ball to yourself. Yeah, how about that? That was crazy. Threw the ball to himself. Well, with the assist of uh, Revis Island helping him out there, batting the ball back to him. Padrell Revis had a great game. He was wonderful. It was great. So it's a seven-year contract extension. I will do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop. He will pick. The final call on the instant advice line for Blake Bortles. Line six. Line six. Here it is. Last call for Blake Bortles. You are it on the instant advice line. Your advice, please. I think he needs to get some help from Tom Looney. All right, please. That's terrible advice. That's a failure. Never heard of him. You lose. You get nothing. You are denied. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Stop this future atrocity. That wasn't atrocities. What it was. It was a joke. That's what it is. Uh, Tim in Indy says uh, Blake needs to put the bottle down, stop playing coasters, and throw the football. That's what uh, Tim says. And John, who's very active on Twitter tonight, says the instant advice line, entertaining, scary, inspirational, gag-worthy, insulting, and usually a Tom Looney-free night. Not tonight, though. It was very annoying, wasn't it? I was annoyed. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.